All right, we're back recording again. This is uh, attempt number four. <laughs> if you want to hear happening. about, do you want to hear about Dustin and David just talking? My computer. So what? What I just uh, was trying Everything. to explain is there's a Star Trek episode this, where um, the Enterprise basically. It's too bad Ryan Kelly's not here. He wrote a great That's thing fair. on the website uh, about songs in the 80s broadcast. He's putting like, together a playlist. It's awesome. It was so much fun uh, for the off day to read that and listen to those songs and watch some old 80s baseball clips. Will Crystal <laughs> make it back? I don't know. Um, but there's, you know, it's... Um, oh, yeah. Enterprise, I can't remember if it... I think it's... I think it's Beverly uh, Crusher, who is like dealing like with that kid. Uh, the enterprise is like in a time Dude. loop and there's i know each time it refreshes there's fewer and fewer people and and then finally like it's just like her and picard and it's like oh we've always i, I haven't seen this episode i'm gonna need to watch this episode after we get done recording this you guys have not spoken for like a full minute and i'm starting to wonder <laughs> if i'm the only one here if that I've never seen Star Trek. Me neither. I think I've seen like maybe an episode or enough pieces. So of I can it come on this show and just like make shit up about Star Trek and not be not be wrong at all. Well, yeah, I would be like, yeah, I thought that's that, what happens in Star Trek. Yeah, I would totally agree. But I'm, you know what? Star Trek nerds are numerous and they are mighty and they are whiners. So be careful. And, and I'm going to get yelled at on Twitter. Yeah, they are on the internet, so I'm not going to. They're, ve- yeah, they're very much online. Um, and I think because I just called them whiners, I'm going to get yelled at on Twitter. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know except that we are now in a time yeah, loop. Crystal's gone. I'm assuming that she's not coming back. <laughs> um, I well, we're also in a time loop because the same thing happened with Crystal last week. She her computer like skitzed out and then she like disappeared and then returned. But then we only got the first part of that. We only got her for like the second part of the episode. So we're reliving some of that as well. Yeah. That is part of the Willis pod experience is that you don't know exactly what you're going to get. For instance, right now we're two minutes and 40 seconds. I've just reached the age where a lot of players are just starting to retire now. And I'm like, man, can I also retire? Which there was 21 seconds, then 11 seconds, then four minutes and 39 seconds. And right now it says zero minutes and zero seconds. So I'm not really sure if any of this is happening or real. Wait, yours says mm-hmm. zero minutes and zero seconds? Mine's well, three minutes. Minutes. Three three minutes. Minutes. Oh, I'm up to three okay. minutes. Now, but on the sidebar, it says zero minutes because it's not. We're Probably. in that zone. Like we're there's there's sort of a twilight zone between the mm-hmm. top bar and the sidebar where the sidebar has the recording. Anyway. Uh, while we are waiting for Crystal to return, right to return because she doesn't exist in the right for universe, um, Brett Beatty came up, and whew, yeah, what, what, what a debut! He came up Brett. and did all of the things. Wow, wait, have we not talked since Brett came up? When was the last we talked before the? We he came up, um, time isn't real anyway. No. I don't even know why I tried no. to figure this out. Yeah. No. I 
will say they mentioned uh, in the game last night, which was the second game of the Subway Series that we're not talking about, um, that he had been like 0 for 15. And I was like shocked because I feel for one, he like has, he's been walking a little bit. So he like gets on the bases and I feel like that skews my perception of how well he's, he's he's had a few fielders choices too. Yeah. And he obviously hit a home run in his first at bat. And I feel like that will skew forever. My sense of, like how, how how good of a hitter he really is. And now Colleen has disappeared. This is now I just I, I just closed my camera so you didn't have to see me try and struggle to get out of the chair so I can go away from David. <laughs> is he starting? I'm talking. Well, especially, especially if you know we're now getting into the uh, you know the, the talking about our lovely you know beautiful baseball boys. Uh, portion. <laughs> He'll be incredibly not jealous. He was, he was like trying to figure out which games, the playoff games that we're going to go to, and I was like, you can't talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, he needs to stop talking about that. That's not healthy, and that that's going to jinx them. No. I'm putting, I'm. I'm I'm calling it right now. We need to end that talk. I was like, Shh. we'll talk about it when they win. Exactly. We need to talk about it right now. <laughs> so we may be making a trip to New York. But we're not talking about that. <laughs> no. There'll be There's a lot of things we're not talking about tonight. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Well, I I also while while we're just talking about baseball boys, I want to give a shout out to Jeff McNeil, who has just in general been phenomenal for the last month, um, and made some amazing defensive plays. I love He's Jeff got McNeil. That squirrel power. He has that squirrel power. It's a squirrel power. I actually have a shirt, and I think it came from five hundred level. Um, I did. And it's a, it's and like I'm a sorry squirrel. If you're hearing this. It's just awesome Jeff McNeil squirrel power or something. I have yeah. to find it. It's really kind of ridiculous. This is I also what my one, computer I also have the one is that him doing. And his wife put out for um, every time I'm after they adopted yes. Willow. Maybe that's for like the animal I don't know. shelter. If you can just that they adopted. Hello, look who made it back. Crystal's yeah. back. I don't know. <laughs> Even my like brainiac. Good with computer That's has okay. and I, ran like, I don't know what the hell that is. Talking. But let's just <laughs> pretend that the sound is not here. I'll try to talk over it. All right, um, so we're either yeah, 11 minutes in or we're zero minutes in, depending upon how things go. In the, or somewhere in between 11 minutes and zero minutes in. Chris yeah. is back. He, um, here. he 32 here. servings of popcorn uh, in hello. eight minutes. We're talking some Brett Beatty. Uh, Yay! Pop back in, Crystal. Your your thoughts on the Mets third base prospect? Yeah, the boxes weren't very full. I like sent Jesse the live because they they did go live. He's so and it was gross, and he was so, like, like chugging water in between. Neck. So like, I feel like the popcorn. Was I know soggy. he's from like Texas. It was really he gross. Reminds me of like those players. Their man looks like he's like taking a beating with food like, too. Southern Indiana or Central Illinois, and they're just like all wholesome and corn fed. And I don't know why. <laughs> 
I think that about they, him, but he just is he's so precious. It's funny. I didn't know that he was from Texas and he was giving McConaughey vibes for me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I could, I could really see that. It, it is funny because it, to me, he just looks so young. Like, <laughs> he just looks like a baby out there in a way yeah. that, like, really, I, I recently turned 27 and I'm realizing I am not only the, like, you know, I'm like a lot older than these people. Speaking of time, not being oh, I'm having one of those. You're, days. A, you're a lot just older wait. than these people. Just Sorry. wait. Let me just, the- excuse me for sharing my experience of age. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. But there he does now live in Westfield, Indiana, which so. is like I don't know, thirty minutes north from yeah. where I, think I'm I am. To Pujols, so maybe. now he's like always at these Indianapolis Indians else. games, who, doing do you know who your weird eating calling? challenges. Nelson Cruz. And they were listing off all the things he, he does, and it was like me. pierogies. I'm like, Nelson how Cruz is per- like. like how? <laughs> but hey, I met like, him. He's and older. I got he's this, older. But um, not by a Joey Chestnut. <laughs> All right. Green Hatch he's and Jalapeno like, Creamy Hot like, Sauce. <laughs> with his autograph. <laughs> I haven't yet. Yep, we got two bottles. One I'm going to give to my I uncle. Pujols is like 46. They were saying 175 times last night. On the broadcast. Oh no, he's forty-two as well. So. I know, but yeah. it Who sounds good. There was a player. What does it say? It says it's made for wings, but it is also great for Southwest salads, tacos, and burritos, and a dip for veggies. Eventually, I'll try. Also, um, there's no eighty-ones left in the majors, but there's three nineteen eighties. Um, I mean, it was really quick. Yep. Because there was like this insane line. Oh, actually, to there meet are him. there are two. Nice He's really nice. Like my son was pumped because Hayden <laughs> oh, like watches him every year on the Fourth of July. Uh, and I'm so grossed out by it. But, I mean, he's just like um, this really nice oh, guy. Justin Hayden Verlander was like, "Can you sign my baseball hat?" Because he was wearing one, and so now he has a baseball that's, hat that's with nice Joey Chestnut. Yeah, so you start getting to an age where, like, you're like, "Oh, yeah, those parents of the major leaguer are like, you know, good company." He was really nice. It's just that's what life is—just a never-ending parade of feeling old. No, there was somebody. Yeah, the pair of somebody um, debuted, and I was earlier in the season. He was there hanging out when he was born, and I was like, "Oh fuck me!" (laughs) Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, you get to the age you start doing math of like when you started having sex, and like, yeah, they could physically be my kids if. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I could be Brett Beatty's mom. I'm not. That I could be. <laughs> I could be Brett But that's mom. the thing. Like, Brett Beatty's mom looks like someone I like, like a girl I went to school with. Yeah. I know. I saw, I, they showed her. Oh my God. They had to rebrand Benny like, after that. That was, was the best like, part. Oh, completely they completely rebranded Benny like the Bull because he got in a fight on the concourse. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did have somebody tell me today that I. Oh, that's so right. I'm 38, but I did have somebody. I went into the office today, and somebody that's told right. me they thought I was 30. Oh. Yeah, Benny's congratulations. Like, Benny brings know, the I drama. Like, well, I mean, and I've always looked younger than I am. Like I got like my favorite part of getting older is that oh, yeah, I don't absolutely. get carded anymore because I'm like I at least look in drinking age. 
So, because getting carded is really annoying. Clark, yeah, Clark is when the you're worst. like the only person in the group that's getting carded. The Cubs. That's just my complaint. Um, but she's like, oh, I thought you were like thirty. So, <laughs> send, everybody wear sunscreen. Please send in like. I do love sunscreen. <laughs> I wear it every day. I was like, please send the dick. But also, I'm so Irish, important. and while I am the darkest person in my family. That's not saying a lot because I'm still on like the pale end of the spectrum. My sister's so pale that when we went to Aruba, fish swam into her legs because they couldn't see her. When we were mm-hmm. like, when we were like standing in shallow water, there's like fish swimming into her legs because she's so pale. And <laughs> they didn't they couldn't see her just standing there. That is amazing. Yeah. I'd never Crystal. heard of that happening before. Crystal, you you did see something yesterday that mm-hmm. we need to talk about here. Um, you saw a total legend. Oh wow! It sounds like a bite. Uh oh! Why? All right. Well, <laughs> maybe it's it's the hamsters powering your computer. It's the hamster powering Zencaster. And pitch pounds. I have. It's it's soothing in its own way. He, well, for some reason, so the Indianapolis Indians do just get these random ass mascots, and he came down because. There is a, a serving big Cubs following I, I in Indy because we don't have a really like, major a generous league team. So he came down what it was that he was eating. to a game I was at, and my kids were like, oh, let's go meet him. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, he's so scary. Why? <sighs> like, that's his strategy with hot dogs, too, is, like, shitloads of water. Yes. Like, he's, like, dunking the, the buns and, like, just like down, like I think he's like almost swallowing the hot dogs whole. I'm not really sure. I, I really tried to. There's like a way to do it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like so, Kobayashi had his way too, and like I know way too much about these people who do like totally, absolutely disgusting things. Um, I know exactly one thing about Joey Chestnut, and it's that he's married to Jamie Loftus. Who <laughs> is a podcaster who is also one of my favorite behind the bastard guest stars? Like she pops in every once in a while when he is as his guest when he's doing various episodes. And like that's literally the only thing I know about him is that he's married to my favorite podcast guest. Wait, so this is like is this That honestly sounds kind of good. Have you tried I it? I know, that's what I was just thinking. Does the hot sauce lose value if, if you open it, though? It's an autographed bottle of Joey Chestnut hot sauce. You know, what could that get you on the on the open market? Maybe you just go order one online for retail. Make it make your money back. What? What was it like meeting him? <laughs> See, the the, it the come for this or was the parrot autograph a previous <laughs> autograph on this hat okay because indianapolis is a pirates affiliate so that does 
it's not just like a random occurrence of the pirate parrot showing up in Indianapolis is which would be awesome and I think should happen more. The pirate parrot should just like show up places, especially like you gotta look them outside, up. They're pretty creepy. You know, the homes of suspected, you know, coke fiend idiots. <laughs> um, because of the parrots, like just to troll them because the parrot was dealing coke in the eighties. Um <laughs> Wait, is that like when Benny the Bull got in a drunken fight? Yeah. In the... Yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah, I, no, I, that was the second time he got in a fight. The first time it was, it was like outside of Taste of Chicago or something. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. He's the best of all Chicago mascots just because he's ready to throw down. The Sandy worst the Bear, is Clark the Clark, 100% right? not. Is what? Clark is the worst one. Yes. That bear Who's is terrible. Clark? Clark the is the Cubs mascot. And him, I'll send a picture in the chat because he is terrifying. And he does not wear pants. He wears like a t-shirt the one with the dick photoshopped on. <laughs> yeah, if you if you Google Clark the Cub, you will get a dick pic. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So he, the Cubs, a few years, it had to have been like a good seven years ago, decided that they wanted to be more family friendly because Cubs games weren't really known for that because one, Cubs games are incredibly expensive. And two, they don't have a lot of like family stuff to do like the white Sox have um they have like a whole kids zone in left field where you can take their kid your kids and they do like hit pitch stuff and like yeah, they thought they could make some more money by having a mascot yeah so they took the yankees approach and got a mascot that, that only comes out every once in a while like the amount of Cubs games I've been to because they play the Mets, you know, every year. And Cubs Socks, my mom and I went to, I literally have not seen this thing live and in person ever. I've seen pictures of it, but I've never actually fucking seen him. So my mom, yeah. My mom being a Cubs fan, she wanted to get my niece. Crystal Audio so Medium is just shaking her head in absolute. <laughs> What I can only describe as horror at the memory of having seen Clark the Cub in... It's terrifying. Well, that's like my mom wanted to get my niece. Um, she was like, oh, Charlotte has all this white sock stuff that you get her. Because I get her sock stuff all the time. And we signed her up for like the socks, like newborn club where they send her like a little Southpaw like pad and like a little onesie and some stuff. Um, and now I need to start getting her Mets baby stuff. But let's say my I mom's Polish and not racist. And I'm like, mm, no. So I'm following her around like the Cubs team store. Um, and she's like, well, what if I get like this little Clark the Cub toy? It was like one of those little like stuffed bears with a blanket attached to it. And I was like, mom, I swear to fucking God, if you get her that, you're going to be paying for this kid's therapy because it is so terrifying. <laughs> that thing is going to give her nightmares. So she still has not gotten any cub stuff. I do need to get her Mets baby stuff, though. 
Unfortunately, the Mets do not seem to have a newborn club like the White Sox do. So I will be going about other avenues to get her things of Mr. and Mrs. Mets. And it's very easy to get stuff for Mr. and Mrs. Met. Uh, there's the Mets team store, and I live in New York City, so I'd be happy to uh, partake yeah. in that. It's been a while since I've been able to shop in the baby section, um, <laughs> always adorable. Yep, Gee, I need to look. Thanks. Speaking of Mr. Have- and Mrs. Met, uh, has anybody else seen their new commercial? No, They're in a Geico what is ad. it? Wait, sorry, I just need to, sorry, I need to say some things about Cork the Cove. <laughs> All right, well, if nobody has seen the, the Mr. and Mrs. Met Geico ad, we will come back to that on a future episode Wait. because it's a Geico ad and everybody will see it. I think I have seen it's a, it. A, I'll Google I mean, it I just for, in the meantime. This is so scary. I don't even need to take this much time. I just need to affirm that this is so scary. I've never seen him before. And I did Google Clark the, Clark the Cub dick pic. And it was like, I like that was like, why doesn't he wear pants? Like, I feel like it's so That's inappropriate. Like, especially when the goal is to try and become a family friendly ballpark. Like, I'm, I feel like offended by this. The stuff of nightmares. The, the Southpaw wear pants? Yes. Yeah, so Southpaw wears a whole baseball uniform. And if there's like special nights, like rock and roll night or country music night, like he'll wear like a country hat or. Yeah, Mr. Matt, Mrs. Matt do that. Sure. Yeah. They do that kind of stuff. So Southpaw, um, he's the White Sox like fourth mascot. Because when I was a kid, it was like a wolf. And then they, oh no, first it was Ribby and Ruby in the 80s, and they were scary. Um, and then it was a wolf for a little bit, and now it's Southpaw. So Ribby and Ruby were two things. Um, but Southpaw, yeah, he he's like Mr. and Mrs. Med, and he's like Mr. Redlegs, where he's got like a full Why baseball do they have so set. many? Ribby so and Rhubarb. Yeah, Ribby and Ruby were terrifying. Yeah, it was like some um, HR puff and stuff shit. <laughs> okay, wait. So, what is this Geico ad? We're just trying to yeah. that. I, I, it's it's a Geico ad. Oh goodness! No, look up. We need to talk about Ribby and Rhubarb. There's a Geico oh, no. ad. It's got Mr. and Mrs. Med in it. I've been um, driving to I'll, Chicago I'll chat, on that this is stupid expressway. I've seen a lot of masks seven years now. Life. With my husband, oh, wow. who's been under construction uh, yeah. the entire Ribby seven Rhubarb. years that we've been R-I-B-B-I-E, together. Ribby is R-I-B-B-I-E, and Rhubarb is R-O-O-Barb, um, if okay, you want to Google wait. them. I um, love them. Oh, my. I think it was, what no, I honestly I really think love. it was, no I really pants, think it actually was. But yes, socks. Well, I yeah. love them. These are so much better. These They're are like Muppets. so weird. But I think that's yeah. why it's okay that they don't have pants on, right? Because uh, they're kind of like the is... fanatic. Right, they're, they're kind of like the fanatic. An, an, they're not a recognizable animal. Yeah. They're just like little like That's why beings. I think Southpaw could get away with no pants. But I think, you know what? I, I want to see these guys in the 70s shorts. I want to see them in those White Sox Bermudas. That could be fun. That could be fun. And well, give you me, do it's... see they have the collar. Um... They have the collar uniform. 
props on. Hi, Burley. So I really just came a credit. Wait, hang on a second. They debuted the pair of furry mascots in September 1981, but the fans never accepted the two, ridiculing them throughout their tenure with the team, both because of their ludicrous appearance, which had no apparent connection with the team, and because they were seen as an attempt to eliminate Andy the Clown, who had performed unofficially at Sox games since 1960. I need to find out now about Andy the Clown. Yeah, it was like a guy. It was just like some guy that would dance on the concourse. Also, there is a very good reason why the White Sox do not have a bullpen cart. And it's because it was like a Cadillac or something when they did it. And people used to throw garbage at it when it came out into the field. So the, the, Yankees, White Sox- the Yankees had a Cadillac because I think George Steinbrenner was like, there's uh, nothing that the Yankees will ride in other than a Cadillac. And that was until like Toyota paid them $10. And then the Yankees started riding their pitchers to the mountain at Toyota. Um, Yeah, the White Sox fans threw garbage at any iteration of a bullpen cart, and we can't have nice things. Yeah, like Andy the Clown seems like a nice story of a man who was likely a racist. I don't know. Um, I got to ask my dad about that one. So my dad being my historic benchmark of White Sox things. I will ask him about Andy the Clown when they get back from Ireland, and I will report back. He's really scary looking to me. I shouldn't. I should just assume that just because there was a white man in Chicago in 1960 who was performing at White Sox games that he was possibly a racist. I mean, um, it was a Polish guy. It was a Chicago resident. The odds are pretty high on that one. Now that I've offended all of the Polish people. And he could display an impish sense of humor. No, but like, so this, having grown up on the south side of Chicago, like, there's something Um, weird about south side and west side Polish people. And I don't know what it is, but they're all like, not all, but when I was growing up, they're all like weirdly racist about stuff. And it was like very confusing. I'm sure it's, you know, people have, matured since then um but it's just like a thing that's stuck in my head my head from when i was a kid oh here let, let me read to you from the sports mascots wiki on andy the clown um here we go <clears throat> distinctive costume Andy was always prominent at Comiskey Park, easily spotted in his bowler hat, black-rimmed glasses, and polka-dotted costume with a fluff-ruffled collar, and easily heard crying out his trademark cheer in elongated, Go, you White Sox! But his most distinctive and well-known feature was his large red nose, which lit up whenever you shook hands with a child. Over the years, Andy became... Go ahead. I have nothing to say. I just... Yeah. Okay. Over the years, Andy became a beloved fixture at White Sox games, continuing to perform after Vex sold the team in 1961 to brothers Arthur and John Allen, and also after Vex repurchased the team in 1975. The team never made Andy an official employee, but did provide him with free admission. He also made unofficial appearances at hospitals and charity events. Andy could display an impish sense of humor, as at the exhibition game in August 1981 against the Cubs, he sat down in Mayor Jane Byrne's lap, 
lit up his nose, turned to her husband and said, Jay, your wife is turning me on. Yeah, and Google a picture of Jane Burns and you'll understand why that's actually really funny. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, like Bill Veek is kind of like a, a gimmicky shitbag in Chicago. Like he's the reason the national anthem is sung at ballparks. You know, sure. like he, yeah. yeah, he like, did some fun things, but he also kind of sucked. Um, and like him bringing fun gimmicky shit to baseball is like why everyone remembers him and not the fact that he was a little awful. So, uh, yeah. Um, I, I did Google Jane Byrne and they named like the worst highway intersection yep. in the entire city after her. And it's so it's called it's also it's also nicknamed the circle because it is like a really big circle. Um, it is the worst interchange in the entire city, and it is constantly under construction, like all the time. I don't think I've ever driven through it, and there's with there not being construction going on. So yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. He was a guest on Conan O'Brien when Conan was in no, Chicago, and it happened to be the show I, I got tickets not to. Under construction. I'm like, why am I sitting and here I watching Rom on stage? This is so life. stupid. Because they tried to keep uh, it like, local to Chicago, and I was like, no. That is also the story of LaGuardia Airport. Why, Conan? This is like wasting 30 minutes of my time with So was Jan Byrne an okay mayor? I know nothing here. So the history of Jane Byrne. Um, the Chicago, Chicago mayor who was not named Richard Daly, which is interesting. There aren't a lot of yes. those. Yep. So there's actually only two Richard Daly's. There's Richard um, M. Daly and Richard. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Richard M. Daly and Richard J. Daly. Richard. M. Daly was the son. Richard J. Daly is the father who put out the shoot to kill order during the DNC and the race riots and all of that stuff. Um, Richard M. Daly was just his son who was super corrupt and mayor forever. Um, so Jane Byrne, she was the mayor from like 79 to 83. So she only had like one term. Um, and people did not like her. She, Caprini, like she moved Caprini Green to the north side, and a lot of rich people got mad. Um, there were like funding issues with the municipal board and the board of education. There was like a she was the one who did like the banned handgun ordinance in the city. And that lasted until like 2010 because there was a whole Supreme Court thing about it. So like if for those who are not aware in Chicago, you could not own a handgun. Um, or you could only own a certain number of handguns within Chicago city limits and you had to register them annually. And it was a whole big like thing. 
This um, is the kind of thing that if somebody from another country listens to this, they will hear it and be like, and that law got thrown out for being too strict. Yeah, that tracks so, with America. Some, oh, yeah, there's like a whole Supreme Court thing about it where yeah. like... Yep, yep, yep. Okay. That was in 2010 when like the Supreme Court gutted a lot of the gun laws. Um... She was kind of known for like revitalizing Navy Pier and like the Chicago Theater, which like everybody knows the Chicago Theater, right? It's the so she only got one picture. term because she was a woman, is what I'm. There are a lot of labor strikes. Yeah. Um, a lot. Oh, of and there city... were. I'm gonna guess that there were labor strikes because the labor unions are run by. Um, hmm. um, yep. Well. I'm not going to say labor unions are because Addie is wonderful. Uh, labor and... unions in Chicago in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like, what do we think? Um, so like, she wasn't like a bad mayor. Like my impression of her was just that people just didn't like her. Um, but I don't think anything she ever did. Like she didn't like fucking put, you know, go in the middle of the night to Miggs Field and like fuck up the runway like Daly did. And he didn't, she didn't like shoot protesters during, you know, any of these labor strikes. It like, sounds like she was pretty awesome uh, by Chicago yeah. mayor standards. Like, whatever foibles she may have had, I, I haven't heard of anything that, yeah, even approaches um, yep. most of the yeah. city's grand and storied history. It sounds like she kind of got David <laughs> Dinkins here. Yep. Um, to, to put it in New York terms, the first black mayor of New York who um, was voted out um, in yeah, favor Google. of Rudy Giuliani. So, speaking of black mayors in Chicago, uh, there's the storied history of Harold Washington, who was actually murdered. And so, up until there's like this um, old ass alderman named Ed Burke whose wife is on the Illinois Supreme Court and he's super corrupt and they finally just busted him a couple of years ago taking bribes and doing other shady shit. He's still on city council, by the way. Um, but the, so the alderman under Harold Washington, it was so contentious that they basically divided into like different factions and Edward Burke led the faction that was against Harold Washington and he actually got, like, security detail from the Chicago Police Department. And he had, like, off-duty police officers as his security guards. And he had this for years. And when Rahm Emanuel was mayor, he was trying to, like, cut stupid-ass costs that, like, the aldermen were incurring. And he tried to take away Edward Burke's security detail. And he legit flipped his shit. Like, Edward Burke went nuts. He's like, I'm still getting threats because of Harold Washington and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, if you're getting any threats, it's because you're a racist asshole. But you don't deserve a 24-hour CPD security detail. Um, I think, that I think like, it's it's also telling that Rahm Emanuel just kind of, like, slips in there. Like, one of our yeah. country's most famous assholes. And... Like, on a list of Chicago mayors, he's just, like, kind of fucking run of the mill. Yeah, he actually wasn't the worst Chicago mayor, <laughs> you know? He, like, he didn't take bribes. He was just an asshole, and, like, the teachers union didn't like him. 
Yeah, and like CPD didn't like him, and like what the fuck CPD done like the police union in Chicago fucking hates everybody. So yeah, if the police don't like you, that's a fucking badge of honor. So I know. So supposedly, Bradley Whitford's character on The West Wing was inspired by him. Um, I don't believe that because Rahm Emanuel is not that interesting. Like he's just is. an asshole. I'll tell you what is interesting. <laughs> Give you some intrigue to close the show tonight. The hot dog straw. Ugh. Went viral on Twitter the other night. Page. So gross. Why is this a like I, I'm not I'm not interested in whether or not it was staged. It was obviously staged. Um I did a whole Twitter thread that can explain yeah, look to you at why you. it's staged. <laughs> Look at you going after John Boy and Trevor Bauer. I'm not even going after John Boy. Like, he's gonna John he's Boy. gonna DM he's gonna DM no Republicans. Yeah, like seriously, like he made everybody believe that they got a video of like some dude taking a hot dog and really using it as a straw to drink his beer. Um like four months after getting everybody to believe that a guy dunking his beer in a hot dog at opening day was like a real thing. Um, and, you know what? And like, that's the thing. The internet has such a short collective memory that he pulls the same shit four months apart, goes viral again. And like with the same video guy, nobody makes the connection except I mean, for us. The this is the same. <laughs> oh, good for him getting away with it. Like if that's how you have yeah. your fun, that's harmless. Like, I'd rather act. I'd rather it be a hoax than actually taking advantage of like some poor schmuck who's just like doing something weird with his hot dog and not hurting anybody, and you're exploiting that guy like just for your for your fucking shits and giggles. I'd right. rather it be a hoax. I'd rather it be for humor that way. Well, I mean, his entire gimmick has been like voiceovers over things that happen during a game which like yeah that's funny but like every joe on youtube can do it um but i think like what really got him like viral was when he did the tim anderson one and tim anderson like retweeted it and then major league baseball just threw a bunch of money at him to make content and i think it was it was the boon thing with the savages in the box that really yeah like launched him going um and well, I'm yeah, because that. Like, he's like the he's... only interesting thing about the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees as a team, boring as fuck. This one random Yankees fan, way more interesting than the rest of the team. And and he's got this whole setup and like, you know, has some pretty cool people that work with him. Um honestly, like it's a it he's got a morning zoo kind of thing going. And like I it's not for me. And I am not going to say, like, he's a good guy or anything, but, like, the stuff that, like, John Boy Media puts out is, as that kind of genre goes, I find that, like, I'd rather, I'd rather that their intended audience connect with them than with Barstool. If that yeah, makes sense. Sometimes they come off as, like, diet Barstool. So I'm keeping an eye on I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay, I'm going to say I literally only discovered what John Boy was like three days ago. Um, the hot dog straw? No, I saw something else like come across Twitter during the Subway series. Featured like, on Sheen. This? Like, I feel like 
I keep hearing occasionally people would be like, do you know what John Boy is? And I'm like, what? Like, I like feel like I don't under, like, I can't figure out what people are saying to me. So I was yeah. like, oh, this must be with that, that word that you both say. And then like, <laughs> just today, Jesse was like, I think John Boy staged it. And I was like, I got such a bad vibe when I was like, poking around there. I was like, why is this so popular? Like, this feels very... So I'm really with you. That's my that's my immediate read as well. Yeah, and I say this as somebody like like when he first started, I was like, oh, good for him. Like he makes funny videos. Um, but then just as like other stuff has happened and come out, and like other things that he's made, I've just been like, "Mm, or just model them for the website, like a diet bar school. Got my eye on you, buddy. I'll fight barstool people on Twitter. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care I either. On, I got my it, eye on diet barstool too. We've got tapes tonight, folks. Yeah. If, if they do turn out to be diet barstool, that still might be better than fucking barstool. Like, I mean, but it's not better than no. less barstool energy in the world overall. <laughs> That's an actual an actual question that we need to deal with is harm reduction in the barstool space. Sort of. Like what do you do with the 16 to 25 year old men who my desk is also where like, all of are my going to go for like some kind of secret deodorant. Stupid barstool content. Like, just I mean, would like to introduce the, you to 4chan and Reddit, I which was, was essentially the start of all of the stupid bullshit. Like, quite frankly, as a woman who exists in the world, yeah, I do not fucking care what men 16 to 25 like. That's not even like a real no. demographic for marketing. But I, I don't care either. <laughs> but. I'm saying there is there is a demographic for marketing them because they are stupid and will spend money on sports shit. Oh, they yeah. are very stupid and will spend lots of money on sports and sports adjacent shit. Yep. So women, right? But still, like I don't but, like if they but, want to like barstool, and in this, and men's money that way is more easily exploitable. I think. Well, yeah, sixteen to twenty-five year old men are the dumb. dumbest people on earth and the least financially responsible. If you have content that is going to cater to them at a base level, and what I'm saying is, like, you're going to be successful. That's, like, fucking tale as old as time. Like, Barstool isn't the first to, you know, get in on this kind of thing. It's it's what made Fox what it is. Like, I mean, that, that was why Fox got the NFL. And, like, they had the Simpsons and then, you know, built their entire empire after after acquiring the NFL rights. That's what made Fox what it is. And it's connecting with that young male demographic that is stupid and will spend money. And that's how, you know, they want to spend money on dumb shit like Barstool. That's fine. We don't have to fuck them. Like, Ladies, do not sleep with a guy who's a barstool. Where else girl. are you going to get your you mad know, dog like, 40 other than like you pull your back, Colleen? You want to be a fucking douchebag? Nope. Do not fuck Republicans either, guys. <laughs> this is my life advice. Do not fuck a Republican. He will not. You can also get those penis pills. <laughs> get your erection. And then he won't let you get the plan B. He won't let you get plan B afterwards either. 
Wow, we're really just on fire with every with every next take this evening. I, I was just trying to figure time. out how to get like better content for youngish men to not like turn them into all assholes. But I I think the, I mean that is a state of mind fuck that men sixteen to twenty five or yeah. Well, that that also I mean, leads to its them. own problems because then those fucking incels like um. Yeah, there's a reason they're incels. Yeah. And incels, if you're listening to this podcast, there is a good reason that women won't fuck you, and it's not the reason that you think it is. Also, just get over yourself. Yeah. Like, women are women are not machines that you could put, like, quarters of niceness into and our legs pop open. Like, that's not how shit works. So... Also, like they're all out of your league because you are a shitty person. And yeah. they care about that. Yeah, Sorry. don't be a douchebag. That's it. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a Republican. Don't give Barstool money. You'll well, get this is brought to you by <laughs> Penn National Gaming. Penn National yeah. Gaming, parent company of Barstool Sports. That's no. just handsome. Uh, I've been yelled. I had the Barstool CEO, what's her ass, yell at me on Twitter. So who even cares? We've talked. We've given them too much oxygen for even existing. Let's um, no. let's wrap up on what was the thing that we were going to wrap up on? What were we talking about? We were talking about Joey Chestnut, the hot dog straw, the hot dog straw. I'm surprised Joey straw. Chestnut did not come up with the hot dog straw. Actually, I'm kind of disappointed in him. He should sell like. Just like get like a case of those bachelorette party dick straws, and like get a, like get that mold repurposed to be like hot dog straws, and like just sell them as like you know, at Dollar General by the checkout. Like I, you know, people are buying that. To ooh, I'm sick of paper straws. Let me get the Joey Chestnut hot dog straw for a dollar. Do they have five below on the East Coast? They do. Yeah, that's the kind of shit they would sell at five below. Is like Joey Chestnut hot dog straws. So, Joey and, Chestnut, call us. Uh, we'll yeah, uh, get ideas. this figured out. We've already got lots of t-shirts available at uh, willitspen.com. That's two L's, one T. Um, all those Queens neighborhoods, some really weird uh, art. There will be more good art coming. Um, and crop tops of stuff as well that I, I don't know anything about crop tops. I've not worn them. Um, they're unflattering to my particular body type. Um, I'm, I've told that this is not the case and that they might be flattering to my particular body type, but I don't feel flattered, um, in, in a short shirt. So I feel uh, like you need to test the crop tops and have your wife weigh in on them. Well, we're going to, we're yeah, going to the website them. Model. I think we're going to test them with people who wear them regularly and can say like, Ooh, this is a good one. Cause like, even if I get one to test it and maybe I will, um, I, I don't know what makes a good crop top. Cause I don't wear them as a, as a regular thing. I wear, you know, t-shirts. I like t-shirts. They're comfortable. Um, they're, 
strong enough for a man, uh, sensitive enough for a woman. I, I don't know. It's a unisex T-shirt. Uh, well, it's pad, well, it's pod is brought to you by Secret Deodorant. Secret Deodorant. We don't have a slogan. Um, Not anymore. Oh shit! <laughs> Crystal's got Crystal's got deodorant like on her desk. <laughs> Yep, we are trying to get that 7-Eleven sponsorship, the Walgreens sponsorship, and now Secret Deodorant. Five below. Get with us, Chestnut. Call us up. We got ideas. You could advertise. It's a win-win. Give us money. Give us that 7-Eleven money. Yeah. I can get more Slurpees during the podcast. And and we're going to need it because the Mets season is over. uh, So we're going to need... Uh, and I'm going to need to go out to Illinois where they sell the hard liquor uh, in the 7-Eleven so I can just uh, they don't sell- get some whiskey, pour it in my Slurpee. And, uh, Wait, they don't sell booze in your 7-Eleven? This met slump. No, they don't. Remember, the East Coast was uh, settled by Puritan assholes. I know. Um, I just listened to a whole podcast on the Salem Witch Trials. I know all about you, you Pur- Puritans. But and, like that's and, some Mormon shit. Not having a booze in your Seven Eleven. Like, are you are you sure you're not in Utah? That's some Mormon shit, man. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know, Addie. Do, do you have booze in your Seven Eleven? Like, it was a shock. There's, to, it was no, honestly, there's no booze in the DC Seven Eleven yeah. either. Where do you buy your alcohol? Liquor the store. Liquor store. You have. You can't just like buy booze at Walgreens. Or the grocery no. store? You can buy booze at the grocery store. Okay. You can't buy but booze at, at the like, grocery store here. Not at like a gas station? You no. can buy booze at some grocery stores here. Not all. The gas station one has always gotten me. Why are they selling fucking booze at the gas station? That's the last place you should be selling booze. You have to get... There's. You know what? You can do all kinds of things at the gas station. You can get Advil, you can get Although, booze, you can get... 7-Eleven is also the gas station in a lot of the country, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah, you can get the penis food. You That's can get a- condoms at the gas station. Gum. Guys, we have to end this podcast. <laughs> We're just listing things at the gas station, and I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I love you all so much, but I'm so sleepy. <laughs> oh, next week we will all be awake again. Uh, Addie raises a good point that uh, it's been like an hour and we're talking about yeah, um, yeah, the things at a gas station or a bodega, which will make an interesting uh, family feud episode one day. Um, <laughs> what can you not buy at a gas station in New York? <laughs> Man, I gotta All go right. look into this now. I'm amazed. Well, that is uh, Willis wow, Pod, folks. episode 15. We are done. I'm Jesse. That was Addie and Colleen and Crystal. We love you My all. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, and. Bye.